Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast from the Student Services Office. I am your host, Michael Suarez, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing Dennis Martell. He is the Health Promotion Director, mm-hmm. and he is an expert in student health issues. He counsels students on some of the most important issues of college life, stress, sex, and pregnancy prevention, alcohol and tobacco use, and mental health and nutrition. Thank you so much for being here, Dennis, and please feel free to introduce yourself and elaborate (laughs) a little bit more on what you do at MSU. It's a pleasure to be here with you, Michael. um, I've been on campus now for 34 years. I started as a a grad student uh, in a, uh, a master's PhD program in 85, and uh, decided to be a Spartan for the rest of my life, you know. So uh, my title is Health Promotion Director. Uh, I am also the Executive Director of the National Social Norms Center and the uh, uh, Director of the Celebrations uh, Committee and the Sportsmanship. And that's a long title, but it means that uh, we're busy trying to make the environment conducive for students to... uh, Uh, be healthy. And let me just start with that, Michael, real quickly. You know, when people hear about health education departments or health promotion departments, they go, what is that? You know, and and I just like to always clarify with people my definition of health. Because people, you know, when I did a class for many years called Go to Health, you know, and it was about people coming in, students coming (laughs) in. And the first session we'd always do would, would be about what is health? And why do you need it? And so people come up with all kinds of definition of health. Health is, you know, eating three to five vegetables a day or doing, you know, push-ups or making sure you're not stressed. My definition of health is the capacity that you have at any given moment to be in this world, to connect with this world, and to give back. So health is a measure of capacity, which is that ability to see, experience. It's about capacity. It's not about your biological markers. It's not about your, you know, your stress test or anything like that, because it's your capacity. Because think about it. When you have, let's say, the flu, do you feel like you have the capacity to get off the couch and do the things necessary? No. Or when you have depression, do you really feel like you have the capacity or the freedom to get off the couch and do the things you normally do? No. Health is about capacity. And if you think about that, that that helps to define what our department is. Because we're a, we're a capacity promotion department. So we have various different uh, groups uh, in the health promotion department. And like you said, uh, I, I always cringe at the word expert because uh, people call themselves experts sometimes and they really don't even know what health is. You know, Because I'll ask people what health is and they'll say, well, all my biological markers are right up there. Yeah, you may not be able to uh, answer a question about life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, but all your biological markers up there. You know, sometimes we think about people who we say, how could this person have a heart attack? Is always running, they're, they're in the best physical shape. Well, no. Health is about your capacity. Okay, so our health promotion department, which is in student affairs now, it's still part of this new reorganization called Student Health and Wellness, yes. uh, which we're all trying to still figure out. But we've been here for a long time, and I've been with the Health Promotion Department now since 93. And so uh, our department really does, promotes, and tries to support the capacity of you guys, of students, undergrads, grads, 
to uh, be academically successful and socially successful. So we do a lot of research. We do a lot of research about your health, and we're tracking like 40 different health concepts and see how they impact your academics. Like if you use alcohol, we try to see how that impacts your academics. If you get a sinus infection, we try to see how that. So really briefly, we do a lot of research. We do a lot of educational interventions, which is kind of a code word for counseling because we do HIV counseling. We do uh, nutrition counseling. We do sexuality counseling. We do substance abuse counseling. Uh, we do all kinds of counseling, educational intervention. Uh, and then we do a lot of what we call social norming. We take the facts that you give us. Like if you say 80% of MSU students uh, watch out for others when they're out drinking or they try to plan for a safe ride home, uh, we take that information and we feed it back to you. Because our, our philosophy is we don't tell you what to do. We just tell you what you do because a lot of misperceptions abound when freshmen come on campus. They think everybody's having sex, everybody's drinking, everybody's doing this, and it's not true. So we try to clear up the misperceptions so that people know what the norm is because most students on this campus really want to be successful. Yeah. Nobody wants to be hurt by alcohol or anything else, so we try to do that stuff. So in a nutshell, we just try to look at the capacity that you have Try to help support it and try to reinforce it. And that's, we have a myriad of services. That's amazing. And I think that's like the first time I've ever heard health be defined like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. When I first heard of health, I'm, or, you know, when I first yeah. heard of health, I'm like, oh, this is going to be like, it's going to be a little bit dragging <laughs> probably because I don't know nothing about nutrition and sure. what are we going to talk about. But I think that when you make it, a fun like that and interesting. I think students gravitate towards that. And the way that you defined that was just so interesting because I'm like, okay, that's so true. I never really thought about it that way. And I'm glad that you guys are now on the second floor because I have attended, you all come out to us, right? Most of the time, right? Y'all go to different, yeah. uh, like organizations. Cause that's Absolutely. where I've seen you all mostly Absolutely. Uh, do presenting and it's just so interactive and it's just always so interesting and I never know what to expect. <laughs> but I think that was what I've learned is like, I want to step out of my comfort zone and yeah, I hear the word health and um, wellness, but what does that really like mean to me? <laughs> right. And then you all have just been doing a really good job with that. Well, we, we, our mission really is to engage, to do outreach and to do research. So we, we reach out to people, and it's all about engagement, Michael. You're right. Now, let, let me throw another one at you because, I you know, being this is a podcast and parents and, and everyone out there listening to this, I mean, you're doing a great service in doing this. Tell me what you think the meaning of health is. I mean, I, I ask med students this. I've asked this for 30, the meaning of health. And and I usually get, Michael, I get this, these answers like, well, I I can run two miles, or the meaning of health is I eat my three to five vegetables a day. Think about it. The meaning of health to me is freedom. Because when you have capacity, you have the freedom to do the things you, you want to do in life. You have the freedom to give back to the world. Because think about it for a minute, and I, I always challenge parents on this. The two concepts in this culture that we take for granted, but fight like heck to get them back, are freedom and health. We don't understand either one of them until we lose them. And then when we lose them, we fight like heck to get them back. So health is also, the meaning of health is freedom. 
When you have capacity, you have that freedom. Once again, if you have depression, you really feel free to get up and do the things you want to do. Or when you have a you know, cold or a flu or an STI, you really feel free. You can overcome that stuff. But health and the meaning of health is so important. But we take it for granted. You know, I have friends who, who have lost their health and gotten cancer. Uh, and and uh, they always say, it's not the cancer that got me. It's my relationship with the cancer. It's feeling about even one of the healthiest people I know, Michael, is a person who used to skydive with me. And he didn't make it all the way down one time, and he lost the ability uh, to walk. He's one of the healthiest people I know because now within his framework, now that he knows he doesn't have the ability, he knows within his framework what he has the capacity to do. Even though he's lost an ability, he's now healthier than most people because he knows I can do this, this, and this because he's explored all the other capacities he's had. So one of the great things about doing health promotion or health education or even a podcast like this is what you said. It's reframing what health is. Even if you have a disability, even if you have this, that, or the other thing, you can be healthy. That's why we look at nutrition. Let's take nutrition very quickly. We, we have declared war on the war on obesity. We don't even like to talk about obesity because obesity causes more problems Thinking about obesity causes more problems than obesity does. We believe in health at any size. You can have health at any size, even if you're so-called overweight or BMI. I mean, everybody knows what BMI is. My definition of BMI is basically made-up index. It means nothing, okay? We, we, we look at it as you can have health at any size. You can have health with any ability. You can have health with any orientation, with anything. You can have that capacity. So that's what's, why it's important when we talk to parents. And, and I know that the Student Affairs Office is really high on this too. Talk to parents is that we want parents to be able to support their students by talking with them about their capacities, not just about, you know, what, what, what did you get on your score today? Or did you run today? Or did you do this? No. How do you feel today? How do you feel about your capacity? So it's important for us to reframe that for people. And I'll tell you, med students are the worst, Michael. You know, I ask them what health is, and they go, well, it's your temperature is 98.9. And you're like, no, that's not it. That is so interesting. I'm just so mind blown right now because you just, you took it to like a whole nother level. And it, the I was thinking about someone that's sick. Like there are some people that deal with it. They're like, well, this is what it is. And it's and then they know how to deal with it, but because their mental is good, right? Their mental state of and they're like, you know, I have enjoyed life, and if this is what it is, this is what it is, what it is. And then sometimes other people or families they get they get this bad news, and they're it's just the world is just crashing on them, and they don't know how to handle it. So you have to have that balance. So I guess how do you maintain the balance? But then how do you teach that to the students here at MSU when? They're probably stubborn and naive and they think they're invincible and they're so young and they feel like they have their whole life ahead of them, which they do. But I just started getting into the health thing and I, I understood I can go work out and I can be fit. But if my mental is not right, there's just a huge imbalance. Well, think about this, Michael. The, the, the definition that I use, and it only works for me. I don't say other people need to have it. When you think about the meaning of health being freedom, okay, Anything that restricts you is not, in my view, healthy. Anything that frees you is healthy. So if you feel like you want to be healthy, but you have to go to the gym three to five hours a day, 
you have to do that or you have to do this. Whenever you have to do this, even if it looks like in society it's a healthy thing to do, like I have to have my five vegetables a day and my eight glasses of water. If you stick to that, that restricts you from doing the things you want to do. So some of the healthy things we think are out there uh, aren't really healthy. I know people who are depressed as all heck, but they go to the gym five hours a day because they have to, because their body has to be there. But their mind is restricted, which doesn't make it healthy. How do you find that balance? One of the things I always tell parents, which is when I go out and talk to parents about coming to MSU and what you need to do, is make sure that when you talk to your student, you ask them, uh, what did you do today to increase your capacity to be successful? Now, they don't have to say in those words, but they can say it in a way that uh, I always tell parents to, tell, to, to think about taking your kid back to high school. Not literally, but in a sense, because if they're, they're going to be stressed and they're going to have anxiety. Anxiety is through the roof nowadays in research and looking at students. But what happens with a lot of freshmen when they come here is they go brain dead for six weeks. You know, we, we have September, which is we call brain dead week or month. And then we have October, which is hate your roommate month. Now, we have all these months where we know the career of the student. But that first month is important because they got, why I say take them back to high school is because they got this far because they had some coping mechanisms, whether it's, uh, whether it is running or prayer or music or something like that. But they get here, they forget those coping mechanisms. So I tell parents, tell your student, did you uh, remember, John, he used to like to play guitar. You still playing? Well, I don't have time. Well, why not? You know, Bring them back to those coping mechanisms that got them this far because they do go brain dead. Mm -hmm. They just go like, oh, man, I got to do this. And, and also bring them back to the, the, the most important concept to stay and grow your capacity is sleep. One of the most unsexy topics there is, but parents don't want it. Because even when I talk to parents, I'll ask the parents, how many of you in the audience today got eight hours of sleep? Three or four, you know? So so finding that balance is bringing them back to those coping mechanisms, telling them the other thing is this isn't, this isn't life and death. College isn't life and death. It's a huge transition, but it's not going to frame the rest of your life. Honestly, most people aren't going to care where you graduated from. They're going to care about your capacity to engage. They're going to care about your capacity to laugh. They're going to care about your capacity to help them uh, grow their business or do stuff. That's what they're going to care about. They're not going to necessarily care about that you got an A- minus in lit literature. They're just not. That's awesome. Thank you. I mean, no, you're absolutely right. I think that we come into college, and right now I'm a graduate student. Mm -hmm. and it was just two years ago that I graduated with my undergrad degree. And I was nervous, and there was a huge culture shock when I came to MSU. And I'm like, how am I going to be able to navigate through college, but then also exposure to parties, to drugs, to sex, to stress? How real is that? Like, I know that you have a lot of data, yep. and you interact with a lot of students. How real and how distracting or how much of an impact does that have on a student's experience when they're here at MSU? And we have resources for all those. All those resources are online. We have nutrition cards. We have all that stuff. But you have to understand what the norms are. You know, when they come here, when we used to ask freshmen in, in uh, the new student orientation, say, how many drinks do you think the average MSU student has when they go out? And they go, eight to 10. You know, and if you're from the UP, it was 15. You know, well, it's zero to four. 
Or what, what does the average uh, MSU student have for sexual partners? It's like 10 or more or 11. Well, no, it's actually one or less. 75% of our students are monogamous in their relationships, and 30% don't even have sexual activity. That's not my job to tell people to have sex or not to have sex. It's my job to give them the facts. And if they do decide to have sex, all the protective behaviors, we have all that. We can supply you with condoms. We can supply you with birth control methods. All those resources are here. But what students can do, and I know Student Affairs does a good job on that too, is equip the students with the right information, the data. That's why we do research uh, is so important. I want you to know that uh, on any given week, 70% of MSU students don't drink and that 30% now are actually abstinent. They don't, don't even choose to drink. <laughs> you know, you get these party school things and uh, MSU, well, MSU hasn't been on a party list for ages now and it's because we're giving them the right facts about what really happens. You know, and that's what you need to do. You just, you know, they come in with all these misperceptions about sex, drugs, rock and roll, I mean, everything. They, they come in and it's like, no, give them the correct information. Don't tell them what to do. Tell them what the norm does and let them make the decision. But be there to protect them. I always said with new student orientation and with parents, I don't care if they remember anything other than I'm engageable. I am a, 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 a trusted person. I always tell parents, if you don't get an answer from anybody at MSU, you call me. And I put my number up there, and they call me. They'll call me in the middle of the semester and say, my Johnny can't get uh, you know, a new roommate because he hates his roommate. Can you help me at least get to a person? Or my daughter has an eating disorder. You know, Can you get some counseling for us? Because going back to really quickly, that, that thing on obesity, we have a, a, an epidemic in young women who are coming into our, our counseling and to our health promotion department who have disordered eating or eating disorder because they believe they have to look this image. They don't eat, they stop eating, and all this talk about body image and about uh, obesity has caused that. We have caused that. We need to let these people know there's no such thing as a freshman 15. It's called development. You put on some weight, you lose some weight. Some people gain a little bit more, some people lose it. So it's giving the right information. And I think podcasts like this is the right way to go, is let people know the facts. That's absolutely true and correct. And just being around the environment, I know that's how true it is. I've lived it. I've experienced it. I've been in situations, and it is so real. And a lot of it has to do because of our social media and what's on TV and our commercials. And I understand all of that. So that's why I agree. I think that the work that we're doing here is just so important because you have the actual data. You are presenting facts. You are presenting experiences that actually happen, you know, at MSU and giving people the facts. And I mm -hmm. think that's what's important. And I guess that's going into, like, why do you think that your resource, you know, the resources that you're offering are so important on an MSU campus? Oh, they're, they're, they're first of all, it's, it's portraying yourself as engageable. If people know you're engageable and you're a, I call an askable parent or an askable uh, uh, administrator, they'll come to you. We have a program called Spartan Fit, okay? It's a program that costs a measly $20. It's, it's a program outside of here would be six to a hundred to $1,000. Well, we can take you in as a freshman, evaluate everything about your, your uh, dynamics, uh, your, your, your physical health, your mental health stuff. 
do it all. We do all these tests, v, uh, VMAX, uh, strength, endurance. We can do all that, and we can follow you along uh, through your whole career for basically nothing and then help you, support you. We also have a program that called Wellness Coaching. You can come in and, and uh, set up an appointment with a wellness coach for no money at all. Most of our services are free. Almost all our services are free. Free confidential, uh, our free anonymous HIV testing, free nutrition testing, free substance abuse. Those things are the, uh, the services that are necessary. Yeah, you have financial aid and you have stuff. But if you don't have on a campus resources to support their capacity, and that's why I keep using that word, the capacity to be successful, then uh, you're not going to support them because you yourself said it's a big transition coming from Texas, coming up here to MSU, 50-some thousand students, different colleges. You got to find an anchor. You got to find somebody who's going to care about you. Everybody wants that. We know that you're successful in our research. We ask, do you feel like MSU cares about you? Do you feel like a connection? We know that students who feel connected to MSU are going to be more successful because they feel like they can find the resources. And I, I will tell your parents or anybody listening, once again, you can't find answers, you call me. You call me. I'll give you my number, 432-1031. You can't find an answer to something, you call me. That's what parents want to know. That's what students want to know is, I just need to talk to somebody. Yeah, accessibility is what's so important. And yeah. we that's what we're trying to do. And I've worked with students, and they always do feel that, I don't think MSU is paying attention. I don't think MSU is. I'm like, you also have not been probably presented with the resources that you need to be successful, right? And I Absolutely. think this is why we're doing this, is to tell you all there is resources out there. We have the student services building, and there's just so much there from career development to health and wellness to just being immersed with different cultures and understanding the diversity that's Absolutely. here on campus. So. Absolutely. Thank you so much for just sharing all of that. Is there anything else that you think would be important for our listeners to hear today? Michael, I want you to share this podcast with every incoming student and parent, not because I'm speaking, but because the information that you got out of me is important for them to know, to know about what health is, to know that there's resources, and to know there are people who care. So if anything, you get this podcast to everyone. That's and thank awesome. you. Awesome. So much. Thank you so much, Dennis, for being here. Remember that you can find Dennis Martin, Martin, Martel. Sorry. No, no, no. Remember that you can find Dennis Martel in the student services building on the second floor. And he's going to give you his number one more time because he's going to be super accessible to any of you all who have any questions. 432-1031. Martel1 at msu.edu. You call me. I will get you what you need. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dennis. Thank you, Michael.